Uh, God, where are we, Chuck? Episode 126 is where we are. This week we talked about a movie called The Living Dead Girl. Ooh. Friend of the show, Jim Connick. Uh, sure, one of the lovers is a corpse reanimated by toxic waste that needs human blood to survive, but Romeo wasn't without flaws either. Where's my drum set? And uh, thank you, Jim Connick, for doing um, my job of explaining what the movie's about. I don't have to do that now. So. That's pretty, there yeah, you, you sold it. Thank you, Jim. Done. Yeah. God, this is going to be the shortest episode on on uh, on record. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty hyped on this. Pretty hyped. Jim, could you uh, start summarizing the episodes of Hammer House of Horror for me? Uh, because I'm terrible at it. Uh Chuck, geez, here we are. The throes of October. I know it's happening. So, uh, you know, you, um, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of like, uh, you're steering the ship towards, towards the end of October, picking a a movie called the living dead girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. You know, um, which, which we're going to get into that at the bottom of the hour. First, we got to talk about what, what we always talk about at the beginning of the show. Anything we want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Preferably personal stuff that we regret saying later. Um, talk about our families, get out gripes, you know, mm-hmm. neighbors talk disputes. Breathing uh, lawn in, work, lawn care. insulation, lawn care. Yeah. All that stuff. Bats, ticks. We got, all, we got ticks over here. It's getting cold out there and the ticks are getting desperate. We keep finding ticks on ours. So. Oh, no. Yeah. Beware. That's when the you, blood I mean, are out. Oh, that sucks. Cause you know, <laughs> they're supposed to stay at the edge of the woods. You know, they're not supposed to be in the, 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 the lawn. No, they're there. Well, we got the woods, but the, yeah, they, they creep up. They get in there. No, no. Those tiny little legs. They, they're crawling. I hate them. I don't like them. We burned that one. We found the other day. Burned them. Yes. It felt sickening. I felt like a devil. The fruits of the devil. <laughs> Evil. Um, gosh, I'm excited. I'm excited this week. Great episodes. It's starting to feel like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, right? The blood is flowing. The smell of le- dead leaves. It's great. It's happening. It's flowing. It's, it's flowing. It's flowing. Um, I, I, for one, I had, I had, I didn't watch any other movies, actually. Um, Good for you. But what I, I did do some Halloween stuff. Well, today we spent most of today, Melissa and I, decorating the front of the house for Halloween. Yeah. Um, so I had, Dale, I had grand plans like I do every year. I even do, did a little sketch. I'm going to do Frankenstein's Laboratory in my front yard. I'm going to make <gasps> my own monster. I'm going to have him on a bed. I'm never going to do that. It's not <laughs> going to happen. And you see, get, Melissa, she's, 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 she's a good girl. She, she understands. She understands that I'm not going to do that. She, right. At a certain point, she gently, gently takes charge. Right. I was like, well, what about, what, why don't we just make a, we take that witch mask, we make a little scarecrow, and we take that chair we've been trying to get rid of, paint it black, set the witch on the chair. Yeah. And she just started going, and I, I just started following, and... It worked we out. We got a pretty, pretty sweet setup. Uh, we got a witch sitting on a chair in the front yard, a big old black chair. We got sc- light up skulls around her. I got a little purple spotlight on her. 
Uh, wow, purple spotlight. Okay. Yeah, a purple spotlight from last year. Um, it's on its last legs. I might have to replace it, but it's working for now. Uh, got some uh, creepy cloth, which you can buy at the store next yeah. to the uh, fake spider webs. And we got some fake spider webs. Put a fake cat next to her. We put a giant frog next to her. Yeah, it it came together, and and it, and it's good because now, now, um, neither of us have to listen to me whine that I didn't decorate the uh, house this year, right? For the next, you know, twenty, thirty days, whatever it is, right? Because it's it's, it's, it's done. done. Whatever it's done. it is, it's it got done. Yeah, and she's Just probably selling it. your sketches online because it's something needs to be done with those Frankenstein <laughs> sketches. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Right, right, you know, right If I yeah. win the lottery, I'm going to build my Frankenstein setup and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, you're going to, yeah, because with that, with those lottery winnings, you're going to, uh, you're going to absorb the skills needed to build a Frankenstein. Not you're only gonna that. You're going to win the skills needed. Not only that, I will never have to draw for anyone else ever again or myself. I can throw all my pencils in the river, my iPad. Mm-hmm. Comic books be damned. I Do you just, have a speci- would you have a specific river in mind is, or just well see, see well here's a gripe I have with what was, ever since I moved yeah. to New England Dale I'll lay in on this um, say it I mean you probably understand what a river looks like being from oh, yeah. New Jersey Eastern Pennsylvania area uh huh big boys these are big boys all right oh yeah we got this river here called it's called the Green River they they have the audacity to use the word river. Mm. name this thing this thing is a creek this is a trickling creek if i ever saw one that you can walk right across that ain't a river uh boyo yeah you're on notice western mass <laughs> okay these tiny ass rivers that's not a river anyway you throw your pe- you throw your pencils in the green river the pencils are going to just stay right there everybody's going to drive to the hudson that's what i do drive to the hudson that's a that's a river you got hudson that's a beast Ooh. Yeah, that's a river. Could you imagine being a, being a pioneer or whatever, coming across that river for the first time? And you're on, you just got like horses and stuff, and you're like, oh, crap. Right. You're, I'm supposed you're prob- to keep going? Where am I? How am I going to keep yeah. going? Look at this you're, thing. You're a pioneer, and you, you're on the back of your horse, and you, and you clop through the Green River. <laughs> yeah, and then you come And then you come to the Hudson, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. F me alive. I was asleep when we crossed the green river on my horse. Right. The horse just did it. Yeah. It just happened. It was no, no controversy right. at all. Just happened. Right. <laughs> but, but that Hudson. No. Right. God. The amount of men the Hudson took probably. So the, the amount of men at the bottom of that Hudson. <sighs> Scrape your toes up trying to swim in there. All the, the sharp, Rib cages. <laughs> That's there. right. Water worn, <laughs> water whittled. Dale, sometimes when I'm when I'm working so hard to get my thoughts out, and I I see your face, the anticipation on your face, and the, the patience, I want to stay there forever and just curl up. <laughs> it's one of my right. favorite feelings. <laughs> oh man, well, the, the the fun we have in the first yeah. part of the uh, the episodes, you know. When we're still young, we're alive, we're not tired. It's great. Um, uh, one, one other thing I did do that also 
woke up the Halloween spirits within me is I went to a haunted attraction in upstate New York with some old friends. And uh, gosh, it was great. 35 bucks for six uh, attractions. You Whoa. get all of them. It's a great little place. You know, it's mostly teenagers. So you got that wild spirit in the air. You know, yeah. Teens getting dropped off. And, yeah. You know, playing grab a, there's like three bonfires. There's yes. uh, you can get fried dough or like candy apples. Um, and it's just, and it's like, uh, it's almost like you're in like an old West town. It's just like these cool <sighs> facades for all the, the attractions. Like they're all yeah. like, you know, haunted house type things. Um, but man, it's great. It's the best. That's sounds- pumping in classic Rockdale. You'd oh, be in heaven. God, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Lord, you'd be the Lord of the manor over that fire. Oh, and right. they have like the, they have like employees, like the ghoul, I call them the ghouls walking around, you know, like creepy clowns walking around and terrorizing the kids. Right. You know, God, staring at them, getting in their personal space. Yeah. Throwing That's their sick. phones into the fire. <laughs> Ripping their phones out of their hands because they keep Snapchatting and whatever. You damn kids. Uh, but yeah, it was great. Uh, I did a lot of screaming. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Just great. They're, they're doing great up there at uh, whatever it's called. Uh, that's great, Chuck. I've been, I've been actually talking uh, to my wife about going to a haunted attraction Ooh. by month's end. Yeah. Ooh. Like uh, living like a couple of teenagers. Wow. Living it wow. up. Wow. It's, you know? I'll tell you what. You get in there and start screaming. Nothing takes, nothing makes the melt, the years melt away and uh, right. getting scared by a, a guy in a, a, a mask and a fake mm. knife. And my, my favorite, my favorite, everyone's favorite ghoul was a, a, a person dressed up. It was like a, it was like a, the one room we walked through was like a greenhouse with like spooky plants. Yeah. And there was a guy or a girl, I don't know, dressed in. It just looked like moss. They just looked like a cousin it, but made of moss. Well, and they, yeah. they curled up into a ball under a shelf. And then all of a sudden they like moved and like came at us real quick. And it was, oh, that's the best. And then I watched <laughs> them just curl back up into this like box shape. Yeah. Incredible performance. That's you know? fantastic. You got to give it up. I mean, you, when you go to a haunted attraction, you know, like the way the ghouls act, you know, that these people love what they do and they've been practicing, you know, yeah. it's, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, the ones that that care yeah. and are just, you know, they do it year in, year out. Yeah. yeah. I talk, you know what? I, 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 I should just shut my mouth because I talk <laughs> shit. I haven't been on a haunted hayride since I'm like 16 years old at the Buna Vista campground in Buna, New Jersey. So don't listen know. to me. Come on. But you know, you know when the passion is there and when it's not. You understood. What That's I true. I, I do. I mean, you know, it's the same thing goes back to Renfair, Chuck. It's the same thing. Exactly. Like I went to a crappy Renfair. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah, I could tell, could tell it just wasn't the magic wasn't there. But anyway, Dale, I'm yapping. How about you? What do you got on your mind? Let's get it. Gosh. On. Well, what you like to talk about this week. What's causing you anxiety? Yeah, let's, let's talk about that. God. No, mm. don't do that. That was a joke. No. Uh, I, uh, I brought this up earlier in the Discord, but so uh, YouTube's Brian Rummel came over this past weekend and uh, we were going to pregame uh, Halloween and Halloween Kills oh, yeah. for the movie yeah. this, that's coming, it's coming week, up this, this week. And 
we should tease. You know, we don't tease this enough, but you know, if you sign up for the Kofi, you know, you might hear you might hear a couple of guys you know talking about that new Halloween movie. You've been uh, you've been there. warned. You might want to talk. You might want to uh, support us. Go to co-fi.com slash bat and spider throw us some money you don't have to you know you don't have to be a monthly supporter if you support us once you get access to our yeah. catalog of exclusive kofi episodes oh yeah it's good stuff uh, in there. so yeah we might be talking about the new halloween ends movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the time comes um but anyway last, you were uh pre-gaming yeah yeah pre-gaming last november i pre-ordered the Halloween Kills Blu-ray, the 4K, uh, yeah. and it got delivered to me in January. And like 50%, over 50% of my physical media, you know, it's, it's shrink-wrapped still. And <laughs> yeah. I, I'll open it someday, right? Yeah. Well, well, Halloween Kills, it was time to open it this weekend so we can get to it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I tear into this, this plastic wrap for the, from the Best Buy exclusive steel book that I had in my hand. Yeah. Tear the shrink wrap off of it. Premium. And I, and I open the steel book, Chuck. Yeah. There is not one piece of physical media. There is not one disc <laughs> in this steel book. Just an, just an, two empty valleys where the two disc empty, should have been. Two empty valleys and whatever wow. imagery was behind it. Wow. Yeah. That, sucks <laughs> it was how does that happen i know how does that happen and who do i go to i know i, I go it's, to best yeah, buy it's... they're gonna throw me out for telling me I'm, <laughs> I'm 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 lying that i that i destroyed my discs that i they're, bought back in january they're gonna give you the old shrinker offs oh you took the shrinker app off nothing we can do i'm 100 <laughs> that's exactly what they're gonna do you should try the, 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 do they have a, every, every place has those chat bots now. You talk to that chat bot. I have uh, good yeah. luck with those chat bots. I should try that. Yeah. Um, Kevin Cablasto, friend of the show, uh, said I should, I should take it up with the manufacturer. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what I did. What'd you do? I went to the company that makes the steel books. Boop, boop, okay. Boop, 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 and uh-huh. I sent them an email. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So it's like grandma sending letters to a uh, CBS about the, uh, <laughs> you know, about being the audacity their news coverage or something. It's <laughs> right. So, right. This is about, big. uh, about Cronkite's displa- displeasure <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> Vietnam. Um, yeah. So, you know, guess wow. what? I haven't heard anything back. It's you been about 12 how, hours. How long has it been? 12 hours. Okay. All right. Well, we'll give them another day or two. Let's, let's give them another day. It's a hol- it's a holiday today. They might head off. It's a federal holiday. It's officially a federal holiday. Right. Luckily, uh, Halloween Kills was streaming on HBO Max, so we could still proceed okay. as planned. Right. Thank and, God. And uh, you know the 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 uh, the digital artifacts in my streaming. <laughs> was this was this the Peacock? Uh, the Peacock. No, it's HBO Max. Oh, you said HBO Max. Did you ever say that already? H- I did. Digital artifacts on HBO Max. Really? Yeah, it was, and, and it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't super prevalent, but it was there because, you know. Oh, and Chuck, I forgot to tell you, I watched, uh, the night before, I watched uh, The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, in, well, in 4K. Cool classic. 
in far, in 4K. It was, it was oh, gorgeous. On disc. On disc. Wow. And uh, I watched, I listened to most of the audio commentary after that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because when I was playing Proteus on Twitch, you were talking about buying Kurt's hat. Yeah. Yeah. There are some uh, faithful reproductions of, of that hat out there. It's like $800 <laughs> for like, I don't know, beaver leather it's something or, or the company's called beaver hats or something, but it's, uh, it's like an $800 reproduction. It's gorgeous. But, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, just, just, uh, John Carpenter and Kurt on, on the, uh, on the commentary. They're just, two old, it up, they're just right? two old friends yucking it up. Yeah. And I gotta, buds. I gotta be, I gotta tell you the, the, what, what is, uh, you know, most of the interior stuff was shot in University City, California. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I was just you know I'm just astounded by filmmaking. Like you have an exterior shot of Kurt and the other guy from the helicopter walking through the Norwegian base that's all burned up and destroyed, and they walk through a door, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden they're not I in know. British Columbia anymore. It's incredible, and they're all wearing the same things, and everything looks the same. God, you can see their breath. What did they have big refrigerated rooms? Did they mention that at all? Yeah. Yeah. They, they had big refrigerated rooms. They kept the air at uh 31 degrees. They kept it in there and they had like misters to keep the humidity in the air. Oh, that's smart. And they also used like these, uh, he mentioned in the commentary, they had these like little cages filled with like little bits of dry ice and they kept it in their mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. To keep the, 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 uh, the air coming out of their mouth cold. Wow. Oh my God. Right? Oh, cages. That's insane. God. Love it. Love the that. Mo- That's a great Filmmaking. Detail. Movie magic. Movie magic. Yeah. Um, every time I think of the thing now, there's some website out there. I'm sure it's pretty easy to find because I always end up finding it after I watch the thing of a couple of maniacs film lovers who Love are like films. we're gonna go up to where did they film it in alaska or the yukon somewhere up there yeah it's uh british somewhere in british Stewart, british, columbia. british columbia okay these guys went up there like we're gonna find the sets we're gonna find where they filmed the thing and they did they found you know there's not much to look at but they did find some like what remnants of structures and stuff where it was filmed that's cool pictures like it's not it's not like i'm sure it was like a little disappointing when they finally got there because there's really not much but right it's still cool to like make that journey uh, yeah that's cool wow that's uh, that's amazing yeah that i would love to see that what they did was uh in the summer you know before the snow fell they went out there and built the set and then you know six months later they let the snow fall all on it and around it and stuff oh yeah yeah freaking cool took those big uh Big machines up there, probably to get up to get on that snow. Mm-hmm. This is all natural snow. It's real stuff. It's the real stuff, baby. It's the real stuff. Yeah. Man, uh, yeah. It's just it's just amazing. And uh, it, some of the I watched some of the behind the scenes with um, like it was like an old recap or like an old documentary about it was a bunch of talking heads from the movie. 
but it was like John Carpenter and Dean Cundy and Kurt a little bit, but it was Rob Botine who did all the special effects. And, uh, and then uh, I'm talking to Brian the next night, Rob Botine is like King. He does the howling. He does the thing. I mean, he does a ton of effects. The guy's like a real estate agent now in California. He doesn't really? do special effects anymore. Whoa, I didn't yeah. know that. I was like, huh. I, w- I couldn't stop picking my jaw up off the floor. <laughs> I was like, you're telling me this guy is, you're you know, like me. king. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wonder, you know, I wonder if that was a personal thing or it was just like mm-hmm. when the transition to computers happened, you know, I mean, yeah. a lot of people did not make that transition. You know, I mean depending on their situations, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. A lot changed, I guess. Crazy. That's interesting. Just crazy. That's like when I found out that, um, DeVoe from Belle Biv DeVoe is, uh, now a real estate agent. Jeez. That was harsh. That was a harsh day. I mean, I God it. bless him. Well, like <laughs> the, 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 the ramifications of what you just said, I think everybody just paused the the podcast for just to kind of collect themselves. I the certainly of iPhone keyboards that are clicking away right now. Right. How do I spell Devo? <laughs> it's happening. It's Man. Happening. Anyway, when we pretend that we are looking for some property in California, Chuck, we're going to get Rob Botine <laughs> on the phone and talk to him. As but we're going to promise we're going to buy a house from him too. Yeah, Don't worry. they're going to keep like sending us his like. His other guys that work at the uh, the firm or whatever, and we're just gonna be like, eh, you're, "Look, <laughs> yes, you, you yes. seem like a nice kid. We want Rob. We want the big boy. Look, this is a, this is gonna be a big deal if we make it. Yeah, come on, let's just cut the shit. You know, get you Rob know, if, in here. If it's yeah, right. If it's like it's Rob's n- in name only. He's a real estate agent now. He's probably if, got if, people. If Rob is not driving us around on the I five or whatever it is, not the I five. The 101. If he's not driving us down the 101 in his uh, uh, gold-tinged Cadillac, right, or Buick, right, with cufflinks, drive, with right? with cufflinks on, and 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 uh, oh, those I, those pinstriped dress shirts, but with the all-white collar. Oh, definitely, definitely, some sort of red tie, and the the sun, the California sun bouncing off his cufflinks, causing both of us to have to put sunglasses on. Even though right. the the car's tinted, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah. The the cufflinks. Oh like, my wow, God. Rob, tell us more about the Howling. That's a nice house. Yeah, no, tell let's us more. Let's keep it going. Let's uh, <laughs> I, it's not big enough backyard for. Man, this pool, man! I bet when this pool's frozen, it it kind of reminds you of filmmaking. Uh, you know, maybe making a. Did you ever see the thing, Rob? That movie, The Thing, you know, that really yeah. cool, it's in the Antarctica. God, look at that dog. Oh my God, it's a Datsun. That reminds me of the Husky. That reminds me of the, the Malamute uh, wolf dog that they got to play Jed in the movie, The Thing. Did you ever see that, Rob? Rob. Oh Love dogs. You live in LA. You must watch movies. <laughs> right. Unrelated, but you know, just we we love movies, Rob. <laughs> uh jeez, cripes. Uh, Chuck, should we get into the Living Dead Girl? 
please. Let's do it. This week's movie? This week's movie, uh, 1982, one hour and 26 minutes, directed by Jean Rollin. Am I saying that right, Dale? I, I know I've heard people in with the English language say that name, but I can't remember. Anyway, Jean Rollin, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the Living Dead Girl. Uh, just like uh, Jim Atunes in the Discord says... Um, A toxic, uh, a barrel of toxic wake spills in a crypt in an underground crypt, remaking uh, a, a recently dead, yeah, a young woman, uh, Catherine, come back to life. Now, is she really alive? Is she a zombie? Is she a vampire? What is she? Uh, we'll get into that, but she comes back to life, and but and she has a she has a hunger. She needs to feed on blood and flesh. Um, and it just so happens that that she also was in love with the girl Helene. And I tell you, boy, when Helene finds out that Catherine is still alive, well, she thinks it's still, you know, whatever. We'll get into that, you know. Yeah. Where we we watch. We watch the ramifications of what love can do, Dale. And how it destroys everything in its path because it's such a powerful force. This is the living dead girl. Let's get into it. <laughs> was that even a description of this movie? I don't know. It was enough to 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 uh to convey the feeling yeah. and vibe of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me open up my notes here for this one. Wow, you got notes? Man, I should I got start th- taking notes now. I got three notes. <laughs> Perfect. La morte vivante. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's too Italian. La morte. La morte vivante. Is that French? <laughs> um, so, boy. This uh, Jean Rollin here, <laughs> if this is the vibe, mm-hmm. Chuck, of his movies, we're switching the format of the podcast 100%. I, yeah, this is one of those moments, this is a life-changing moment watching this movie for me. Um, I put off Rollin for a long time and I feel sick to my stomach. Um, especially because it's, you know, this is 82. This isn't, uh, the sixties, you know, this is like, what are we doing? I know Where all the 80 movies that we watched. I know like you'd think, but I guess cause they're, I guess maybe there's, these wouldn't have gotten played late night for us. Probably cause yeah, they're just, true. the budget's a little too low, you know, even for like a TNT at night, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Um, because so, I've only ever became aware of him like recent in like the last five, six years. I'd say. Is it probably thanks to these boutique Blu-ray places that uh, um kind of? Re- I think just getting more. I think just getting more into getting embracing more my love of horror movies and yeah. the cheap and the 
cheap stuff that we are getting into, you know, his name would pop up a lot. And I, I just never, I don't know. I think, you know, it's probably me. I think I, I think I probably thought it was way pornier because he, you know, he has directed a lot of porn and I was like, oh, it's probably like way pornier than it is like artful or interesting. And I think that's probably why I was keeping his movies at arm's length for a while. Yeah. Um, but God, yeah. I mean, Living Dead Girl, you're, I mean, if this is an indication mm. of other movies he's made, I am, the trigger has been set. Yeah. Me. Um, speaking of triggers, when you need to focus on getting everything done for your podcast <laughs> while yeah. you're uh, at your day job and <laughs> yes. the people start speaking French in this movie, <laughs> meaning you can't kind of like give yourself over to both at the same uh-huh. time. Mm-hmm. I was worried about you. <laughs> but. But you know what? It was it, it, it required my attention. And it was worth it. Yeah. Because what we have here, I mean, you know, this is 82. So vampires, they're very, very careful to not call it a vampire movie because it's a living dead girl. You know, that got goddamn toxic waste. Yeah. If, if it wasn't for that. It, it's yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like the vampire thing, like any, I, I see more people like I was surprised reading about you know more people call her a zombie than a vampire even though mm-hmm. like there's so much focus on her drinking blood that you're like yeah she's a vampire but um but i love that that's what i that's the first thing i love about this is that it's it's so it's not like hey kids this is a zombie movie or hey kids this is a vampire movie it's just it's this new thing that's only happening to this girl like it's this toxic waste mystery barrel xxx on it whatever yeah whatever the reaction is that happens when it flows next to her coffin she's alive and she's She's alive digging out tracheas and uh yeah because it's blood right (laughs) right exactly with her nails it's it's not that she's craving human flesh it's not that she's even uh you know it's not apparent at first that she's drinking their blood. She's just murdering them at first. Like, yeah, yeah. At yeah, first, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and also that there's this growth that happens with her where she's almost like cave woman. You know, she's, she's born again. She doesn't know her faculties. She doesn't know her strengths. She doesn't like, I love that. Yeah. But, but with the help of her friend, she kind of, she starts to learn again and, and like realize what she is. But in the beginning, She's just got sharp nails and yeah. an instinct. Right? I love those nails. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, it, this, there's so many weird things. Like the beginning of this is almost, I'm loath to say it. It almost felt like a Marvel comic, this opening. Uh, like, cause it's like a, it's like the, it's like the daredevil uh, origin story, you know, or the Spider-Man, mm. you know, mm-hmm. it's a toxic waste barrel that gets spilled and she's dead. She comes back to life, like, you know, and it's got, it involves like the French Mario brothers, you know, trying to, uh, (laughs) steal jewels from, you know, dead people in a crypt, you know, (laughs) boy, love those two guys. Um, yeah, like, I like that's, you know, let's store the toxic waste down here in the crypt with these three coffins and let's fucking (laughs) rob these mother effers. Yeah. Like they're, what are they doing? Like they're doing like they're moonlighting for, uh, for the chemical company 
just like bringing the the toxic barrels by van and by hand roll super unsecure way oh. to move toxic waste by the way they're just rolling it down a a <laughs> like a mine shaft <laughs> yeah it's it's it, you know it's a it's a it's a dugout french basement you know it's like yeah. old france it's this village i mean i'm you know this village is gorgeous mm-hmm. but like put some carpet down you just <laughs> you might as well kick those barrels down a rocky craggy yeah they weren't stairs they were crag they were craggy juts i was like i was at the edge of my seat watching these two bozos pick this barrel up to stack it on the other barrel that was already down there i was like yeah, this is going to end badly. Like yeah. these guys, if these guys are in charge of stacking these barrels, I'm yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near this hole in the ground. This is why bad don't, yeah, why don't like if you, if it was you and me, I would say, why don't we let the, yeah. the next people stack? <laughs> Let's just put this exactly. barrel in front of this other barrel. Exactly. Yes. I don't want to have anything to do with trying to lift this thing. No. Four feet off the ground. With no, 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 <laughs> no. Right. There's too many things that can go wrong. <laughs> right. There's too many things that could already go wrong with wearing t-shirts around our face. And <laughs> yeah. And then Mario that helps. Mario tells Luigi, all right, wrap something around your face. Cause there's dangerous gases down here. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and he, bu- he basically bullies his friend and his coworker into like going to steal jewels from, uh, the dead. It's yeah. Sickening. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, don't worry, we have these pieces of fabric blocking <laughs> yeah. our our entrance ways into our noses and our mouth. Um yeah, just how, how did the barrel open up? Oh, the earthquake happened. That was the big thing that happened. That's right. Yeah, right. The earth tremor. The, the barrels are like in a I don't know, another part of the cave system above where they are in the crypt, looting the bodies. A uh, earthquake happens and toxic ooze seeps, th- seeps down there. Uh, yeah. Wakes up our, our living dead girl, Catherine and melts uh, Mario's face. Cause he's, he's passed out cause he got knocked out from something cause of the earthquake. Yeah. He How about head. that shot of his melted face when he s- sits up? <laughs> this is basically, oh, this is all your fears. Oh yeah. Into what toxic waste could do. Yeah, this is yeah. it. It just just kill you by giving you cancer and you die in you know six months to a year. It's like no. acid yeah. burns your body until you die, like Toxic Avenger. This is what I was imagining without had seeing this when I was like in uh, God, how old was I? Fourth or probably third grade. And I told my mom I want to be. What she was like? What do you want to be for Halloween? I said I want to be a a guy who got dipped in toxic waste. Or something like that. I don't know where Jesus. I got this idea. Holy shit. I hadn't seen the Toxic Avenger as far as I knew. Right. Um, but we found God. some like fake s- skin at the store. It's like, it was called, was it called scare skin? It was something. It was like this goop you mix up and then yeah. you, like I put it on my cheeks and it, and it looked like my it, cheeks were melting. But Dale, yeah. that stuff, like at the end of the day, after I did the little third grade walk, the parade outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That stuff was like, it was stuck on my face. And I was like, t- just, I was like, I felt insane trying to pull this like piece of cement off my oh. face. That was just like epoxied on there. Scare skin. All right. Yeah. I thought, 
I thought it was stuck in there forever, but we got it. Yeah. <laughs> the third grade parade. I'm so right about that third grade parade. <laughs> I remember, uh, my, not to sidetrack, I remember it was probably like third grade. In school, we had the third grade parade, and that was the last time I think I dressed up like for Halloween because wow. I wanted to be a pirate. But then my mom pulled out like this makeup pencil and she was going to draw a mustache on my face. And I freaked uh-huh. out. I did not, mm. from that point on, I didn't want makeup on my face. I didn't want anything on my wow. face. And to this day, I still have like, I don't want anything touching my face. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Noted. It started with that, with like a makeup, wow. like an eyebrow pencil. Yeah. I was beside myself. <laughs> That's the ultimate fear. Uh, we should get some ma- makeup centered uh, horror movies in the queue. <laughs> yeah, just as long as you don't do it to me. Forced makeup application movies. Is that is that a, a, a hashtag on uh, IMDb we can yeah. plug in? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, yeah, this, uh, and I, I want to, speaking of this guy's melted face, I feel like like the best, like if you haven't seen Roland, I feel like the effects that were like the level, it felt very Fulci to me. Would you say that's fair? Like that I'd say that's type fair. of effects, maybe mm-hmm. a little Herschel Gordon Lewis with the, with the, um, you know, the ripped out necks, you know, it's sort of that loosey goosey latex. That's sort of like, it looks like they're just holding it on there for the shot. <laughs> just for that shot. And that's it. It's yeah. going it, to, yeah, yeah, it could, it could be released <laughs> at any moment. It could fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, the, but, you know, the, the effect came across like she tore into Mario and Luigi and her, uh, you know, her instinct takes her back to her childhood home, childhood home. Um, she's not speaking. She's kind of like just uh, existing and yeah. she's uh, walking turkey, through the field walk. in her, in her burial dress. And um, yeah, and, and we get, you know, we have those other characters who like take a picture of her, this annoying couple, this American man and French woman who are like, we're sort of like, they're sort of like our lens into like the rational side of, of what it would be like to see someone like this come back to life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but she, she, she goes back to home, which is, it's currently like, uh, it's the mother, her, her mother had died recently. So it's, it's, uh, in the hands of a real estate agent and, uh, it's being shown and stuff. But, but this part of the, this is when this like I loved everything so far, but when she gets into the house, Dale, I was, I was so happy because it wasn't, it wasn't the typical thing I was expecting from a type of movie like this. Like, what? Like I was really deeply affected watching her <laughs> go through her childhood home and look at objects, pick them up, you know, try and interact with them. Mm-hmm. You know, but she's got this like baby dead brain, you know, and it's slowly waking up. Um, yeah. And then it like, and she's wandering through this house, like touching things and touching like the, the horse. She probably, you know, the, the fake horse, rocking horse she probably used as a kid. And it was just really affecting. And then, and then when she picks up that music box and she flashes back to Helene, her best friend. And like, I mean, it's, and then this movie is like, it's a, to me, it's a total love story, like between these two girls. And it's not, it's like a, it's not even like a, it's not a lustful love. It's just like the purest love between two people. Like, right. Um, 
Like I was totally expecting like lesbian stuff happening, but that doesn't happen. Like it's just yeah. like, it's this intense bond that these two have. And um, yeah. And, and the and, music box ends. Uh, what, what, what happens? Oh, Helene. Helene is like in Paris. She's like a hip young woman. She calls the house, I think to talk to the real estate agent or something. And yeah. And Catherine somehow answers the phone and plays the music box. And Helene is like, oh my she God. She knows immediately. Yeah. Yeah. She knows her friend. Madame Valmont, vous m'entendez? C'est Hélène. Je rentre à l'instant de voyage et. Catherine. Répondez. Répondez. Qui est à l'appareil? That's the only person who would, you know, play that or whatever for her, you know? Yeah. She hides it, hightails it down there. But uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going all over the place. <laughs> the, the, when she's going through the house and the power of the, uh, the flashbacks, like you can tell that's her, her love, the love and the friendship that she had is like bringing her out of her catatonic state. Like, yeah. This friendship and this love is like already helping her kind of remember who she was because she's having these super strong flashbacks that she yeah, shared totally. with her friend Helene. And, and, you know, they took like this blood bond and they're going to be friends forever and they love each other. Oh, yeah. And if one one goes, the other one's going to go right after her because that's the bond they shared. And, uh, you know, Helene shows up at this house and discovers her friend, like her friend that's yeah. supposed to be dead. Well, she discovers her friend who just massacred a, a hot young oh, couple yeah, well. who were using the house as an F pad <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> I mean, F, F pad isn't the word for it. Like, wow. Like, <laughs> if, 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 is this what, is this what real estate agents are doing to, in, 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 I and mean, if they're in, not there, what, what are we doing on this planet? If I, if I was a, advantage. if I was a 22 year old real estate agent, yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the, the risk of getting caught, right, Dale? Right. In the most Same. romantic Pat Parisian mansion. Yeah. Yeah. In the, in the French a, countryside. A French, uh, gazillionaire for a weekend. <laughs> Living. Stains on those couches. No one will notice. Those couches are 400 years old. Yeah, they were, I mean, they were there when the monks yeah. lived there. Exactly. They're covered in wine stains. <laughs> What's another stain, you know? It's another mark. <laughs> Love mark. But there's so, okay. There's also one more thing. The... That I was really drawn to the style of this. It, it, it's, it's be. I think it's beautifully shot. I, I think they picked this chateau, this kind of like crumbling, super old building. Um, it looks dusty as all hell, but it's you know decorated. It's it just looks old and lived in, and um, but there's beautiful statues, um, columns, just mm-hmm. like art everywhere. And the crypt and the underneath the house is the crypt, which they call the vaults, which is like this, you know, it's a horrible dungeon place, you know, (laughs) that looks like a place you would get murdered by a living dead girl. Yeah. 
And then you have this like, and the way they style the living dead girl, Catherine, she's just in this white, she's in her white dress from her, her burial outfit, stark blonde hair, pale skin, these white, um, nails that they, you know, press on nails or whatever. Mm-hmm. These, these nails were amazing. I think they're in fashion right now, but I have to think in 1982, they probably looked wild. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Expert, but, um, but just her, like, in that environment was I could just watch her in that house, just moving around slowly. And when she was in the crypt too, like against the brick, like just, she was so beautiful and like pure, but she was also this like monster, you know, with like a smearing of blood, you know, on her Mm -hmm. cheek or like on the front of her dress. Amazing. It's beautiful. And then this, and then, uh, you know, her friend Helene, like she's got oh, the jet mom. black hair. Yeah. She's got a little bit more color to her skin, but she's just like the complete, you know, like she just compliments like in this, uh, this yeah. contrasting f- physical way, like visually she's yeah. just like the complete opposite of Catherine. And they're like, it's just a gorgeous matchup. It's a gorgeous pairing. Uh, I'm, I, I was, I mean, Marina Piero plays Helene and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm in love with this woman. I'm totally smitten. We are in love with this woman. Let's watch list every one of her movies. Cause I need more. Yeah. Um, but she remembers, she, she doesn't, she doesn't know why her friend is back. Uh, she assumes yeah. that they covered up the, her death and, and she never really died. Uh, that's what she assumes in the beginning until she finds out that, uh, you know, that Catherine craves the human flesh. Yeah. And guess yeah. what friendship is going to do? Friendship is going to win out. Oh my God. I, I like the choices made in this, like, cause she, she, she sees Kathleen, Catherine and these, this, you know, the two dead bodies, blood everywhere. Catherine's playing the piano. And, but what do you do when you see your best friend like that or the person that you're in love with or, you know, the, the person that you've connected with the most, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave them out to dry? Right. Dale. Like yeah. if you saw me naked playing the piano after I just murdered somebody, you going to let me hang there. I would in my catatonic state. I would cover let you the, up uh, with some sort of chiffon drape that yeah, was the, probably <laughs> like folded up in a, in a chest. In the house. <laughs> yeah. And then You're I would. You're not going to throw me to the wolves. You're going to help me clean up this crime scene. Hell yeah. I'm going to get to work. figure out what I want for lunch. And if it's a young woman's neck, let, let it be that. Right. <laughs> um, at, at, at one point, I do believe now, you know. Here on Bat and Spider, we're, uh, we're averse to animals on depiction on screen but i'm pretty sure they had a live dove in their hands oh yeah yeah there's a good chance you know well yeah 82 yeah you could still get away with this maybe like maybe it was i mean it was maybe. it was like the the it was i, I don't know you know that's there was also the way the way they were she was holding it it also made me feel like it was alive and they were just like trying to keep it as still as possible yeah 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 right that's that's the vibe i got um but yeah, oh, that that was a great scene though, because they're like outside the silo, which is one of their like one of their love places. That's like 
Like there's a yeah. photo. I think there's a photo of them as little girls sitting on the step outside the silo. Outside the silo. It's like an Im- important place. And oh, that's where they do the, the uh, blood sister ceremony inside the silo. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elaine goes in there, kills a dove and offers it to Catherine when she realizes that she, you know, she only she needs wants blood. blood. Uh, but Catherine rejects that, you know, and yeah. it's like, okay, I got to get a human. <laughs> I know what I got to do. Yeah. I know what I got to do now. <laughs> and you know, pretty quick, Helene, you know, figures out it's like, uh, all of a sudden it's a tales from the crypt episode. She's, uh, faking yeah. a broken down car at the side of the road and luring a, a hot young woman on her way to Paris <laughs> to come to her chateau to help her get some diesel. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, and letting the, the dog loose. Yeah. yeah. Throws her in the crypt, man. And it, things get real. Like things get raw. Yeah. Where, was it driving you crazy every time the door to the crypt was open? You could see that the torch. Like that must be sitting, just the flame just sitting against the door when it's closed. Every single time I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Here, you guys, <laughs> it's like, it's like you must, it must be nice to just have this stone wall made of brick and, and yeah. stone because that stone is black. <laughs> Those torches are going 24 hours a day. Yeah. In that crypt. In that crypt. I mean, what a, what a romantic, like, it, you know, it's just the imagery of this, this uh, French town with this French house that's still there to this day, I'm sure. Yeah. In this French village, with with you know this you that 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 place that that mansion is probably like an Airbnb now or something. You could probably rent it, <laughs> and so yeah. your uh, bridal party can stay there for the weekend. But uh, you know the uh, what was what's underneath the house and that crypt and stuff. It's just the imagery. I just longed to be at a place like that for a weekend and, yeah. and go to the town square. It was just all beautiful and, and old, you know? I know. I love, and they showed like the market and it was like, it wasn't even that like, uh, it wasn't like, you know, like us watching it, like, Oh, it's a beautiful, you know, French countryside market. No, it looked like, it kind of looked like a flea market, you know, that mm-hmm. I've been to, you know, but also it was like, you know, charming to us. Cause it's, you know, not the yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. It was like uh, they used, it's like they could have used some of that footage for, you know, like the, the tourism board because it was yeah. like focusing <laughs> on the stock footage of the fruit, got the lady selling fruits from the, uh, the fruit cart and stuff. Yeah, I totally had that. That, yeah, that footage and also the, like the, um, the nighttime dance party with the, the band playing. That was like, that was like tourism. Oh, that was footage. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was, to- that was total. Please do not look at the camera. Up to American Standard. That, oh, yeah. <laughs> that band. The Fireflies. And ultimately, what, 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 what uh, stops this friendship from continuing in memoriam is this American couple who, you know, the, the lady is convinced that she has taken a picture of a dead girl because everybody knows this woman to be dead, but she was, had a picture taken of her two days ago. So, yeah, you know, she is doing some research and she's going to go back to the, the house to kind of find out some more details and realize that this woman is alive, very much alive and, uh, maybe killing people and feasting on their flesh. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's kind of what like, uh, you know, that's what draws the curtain close from beginning to end on this, uh, this beautiful friendship because there's this outside force just trying to get to the bottom and maybe help this girl if, if she needs help. And the beautiful thing is by the end of this movie, the living dead girl realizes what she is. She's a curse. She's a murderer. She yeah. is a plague on, you know, the beautiful living, the people who get to survive and live. She is preying upon them and, and you know, ruining a lot of lives because of her, uh, her instinct to, to kill. I mean, it's, a, it's yeah. beautiful because she, it's self-recognized. And Helene, you know, the power of love, Helene doesn't care what it takes. Her friend is alive. Her friend maybe has a, a strange appetite, but you know they 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 get to be together. Yeah, yeah. The I I think the moment, yeah. The the big turn that happens is when Catherine, you know, she realizes what she is, and for her, she's like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I can't keep killing people. This is awful. Like the more she becomes cognizant of what she's doing, yeah, and she turns to like the one person you know, in her life that knows her secret and knows that she's there and knows the situation. She asked her to kill her. She's like, Helene, please kill me. Right. You know, I need you to do this. And Helene's like, nope. Not getting it for me. too much. I'm not going to no. do it. I'm going to go kidnap another girl. I'm going to go kidnap another girl from the dance party downtown. Bring her down to the crypt and slash her stomach open in front of you. Several times. I know. How can you deny your, your lust yeah, to bait you back into drinking blood so that I you'll know. be with me forever? So, so powerful and disgusting and incredible and like true. Because, yeah, because, you know, previous to that, she was just letting the victims loose in the crypt. But yeah. she knew if she did that with this one, Catherine wouldn't take the bait. So she's, yeah, yeah. she's cutting this woman up. Yeah. So like, you know, so like, you know, uh, Catherine's shark like instincts take over and she can't <laughs> yeah. help herself. She's like putting it's chum in the water. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She's doing everything she can to just, you know, yeah. to, to, to keep to, her in that, uh, blood bliss, you know? Yeah. It, it's yeah. crazy. A crazy turn because, uh, Helene knows, you know, she's gotta, she's gotta, uh, take some decision-making away from Catherine if she's going to keep her friend around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So she just cuts her, you know, starts cutting this lady up. And, uh, and Catherine, um, with, withholds, right? She holds strong. Yeah. She, she ends up, um, holding out strong and then letting the girl go and showing her how to get out of the crypt through the, the, the mine shaft or whatever. I thought like a while Helene's upstairs yeeting the, uh, the intrepid couple, uh, who's trying to get to the bottom of, uh, the mysterious Catherine Valmont. Uh, how, boy, that <laughs> how little of a role did they play in the end? You know, <laughs> it was they, amazing. I they both it. died in a half a second. But also, I wanted them to die so bad because they were so annoying. <laughs> Especially that husband. <laughs> yeah. God, this guy the 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 one American in this movie. He reminded me of it wasn't him. I looked him up. This this actor has been in a bunch of stuff, but he he reminded me of one of the the um the repertory players from the jo- early John Waters movies he's like the guy oh. the blonde guy with the mustache I was oh, like oh yeah is yeah this yeah. that guy like I, I was like it's him but it, it's a different actor but yeah um 
but he yeah, reminded he just me had of this else. like <laughs> the way he talked to his wife just so aggravating mm-hmm. <laughs> i hated it so much yeah and she had she was fi- she was made of fire though she like didn't put oh, up with had, the shit yeah, i liked her had, attitude yeah she had a passion she's like you're making me fucking learn photography you asshole i, I know Fine, i'll go take some pictures <laughs> oh look i took a picture of a dead girl walking in the grass and you don't care yeah look at this <laughs> he's like uh it's got to be coincidence it's got to be somebody else yeah it's like let me be a photo let me be a photographer <laughs> Um, and she, oh God, how does she, she gets set on fire, right? She gets set on fire. Like her hair catches on fire because of that eternal burning torch. Oh yeah. <laughs> I knew that torch was going to get somebody. Her whole body is ablaze in a <laughs> half a second. That was a hard cut. That was a big cut. That, that cut was, was a, doing a lot of work. That was a hard cut. And Mike. Yeah, how did he get it? I cannot he remember. Just, he, he takes the ax into the head. He, st- oh. he gets out of the car. He, he like gets out of the car, axe to the head immediately. Yeah, like, that was he, hilarious. He we're was like, with him um, this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Well, for, when they get to the chateau, he's he's like, wife, go in, go ahead in to the scary house. I'm gonna root around the glove box here to see who we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> coward. The coward's way out. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah. Then Helene sneaks up on him and mm-hmm. axes him. Woo, boy. Mm. And then, good God, Dale, I was not prepared for the the intermingling of sexuality and lust that was about to hit hit us right in the eyes. Yeah. When Kathleen, Catherine, I keep saying Kathleen, Catherine and Helene are on the steps of the chateau out, outside. And uh, mm. Helene still won't kill her. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Jesus. Catherine tries to kill, she tries to drown herself in the, the moat or whatever they have. There, oh, yeah, right. River. I forgot about that. Catherine's, yeah, like, she still wants to die. She, she, she walks on the river, but Helene fishes her out. God Free damn it. F- I know. <laughs> she will not let her yeah. go yeah. on her terms. Yeah. And uh, Catherine, they're sitting on the steps and Helene refuses to let her die. And Catherine, the hunger gets too great again. And mm-hmm. God, such a, so many complicated things. Like I can't even explain all the different things that are going into this part of the movie. I just love it so much because it's it feels like a real like you know we you've broken up with people, Dale. It is it is complicated and messy when love's involved, yeah. and it's it felt so true. Even though it it's like it's a crazy thing of watching someone consume another person's blood, but it. it just to watch Catherine, Catherine eat, just feast on Helene, her lover, and it's like it's like Helene giving her the gift of life one more time, but also like she's going to be gone. Then she's going to be dead, and and like how's Catherine going to follow her? You know, yeah, it's horrifying, and it's like you know you 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 just mentioned you know relationships and breaking up and it's so yeah. easy to just take you know like take the easy way out you know take a, yeah. like get together one more time and say it's going to be the last time or like yeah. like throw all your efforts of trying to end it you know the hard way and 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 it's just yeah it's just like you know what it it's almost like let's not you know 
Yeah. Let's let's have another go because you know our, like, our instincts. Yeah. Like, our impulses to avoid the yeah, hard it, the hard stuff. Yeah, and it's like that thing, like when you're in the throes of a break, you're like the each party is like trying to like make the other one do the hard work. Yeah. To end it. Yeah. You know, right. it's like that. It's it's like that game of chicken where you're like, it's too painful to do it yourself and you don't want to be the one to like swallow your pride and like do what needs to be done. Right. So you're you use horrible things that come up in your head to like push the other person over the edge to do something, right. you know. Right. That kind of thing. Because you're almost ready to just give in, you know, and uh yeah. like like just stop the hard discussions or stop, you know, just like yeah, but there's but then there's also the other part fighting you that you know, I want to be with this person. I love mm-hmm. them, you know. It's yeah. feels wrong. That that's all that stuff felt so intermingled in this last yeah. ravaging savage scene of her feasting on Helene. And it's long, boy. I mean, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah, shot yeah. of blood squirting out of Helene's neck and her her god arm. Her yeah, it's, it's all over. I mean, that that wow. That blood has uh, distance. We get distance, yeah. and yeah. and but but I mean, Helene and Catherine's just faces and their eyes and what what you see beyond these monologues and and uh, Helene mentions you know what they talked about when they took the blood oath about how you know if I go you're going to be not too long you're going to follow yeah. me in death and and stuff like that and it's just like. Man, it was, it just sucked because it's like, you know, Helene gives herself over so Catherine could have, but it's like, is that the right thing to do? You know, is like, but, but that's what love does. You know, that's yeah. love yeah, makes and you we, do. The camera pulls back on a screaming Catherine because she, screaming Helene's name. Right. Because she, she, she's like, oh no, like she realizes like, like she gave I, I in one last time. Yeah. She's gone. And I'm doomed. I, there's, I, you know, until I guess someone cuts my head off, but. <laughs> right. Cause now she's alone, you know? And yeah. She, she's she, totally alone and cursed to do evil things that she doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Whew, man. And she almost, you know, went cold turkey. She almost went cold turkey and stopped eating. <laughs> yeah. But now <laughs> she, she, you know, feasted, uh, you know, more sensually and deep, deeper than ever with her friend. Oh yeah. What, what Chasing is that, that dragon. Yeah, yeah exactly. never going right. to get that back. <laughs> what does that unlock? You know, it's like, yeah. man, she could try drowning again, I guess. Yeah. After, right after that. I guess that's a thing. We don't know if she couldn't drown. Like, does she breathe air? I don't, I don't even know if she right. breathes air. Like, yeah, maybe she was just walking around down there like a, like that <laughs> full cheese shark zombie, you know? Yeah. She's just going to spend eternity in the moon. Yeah. You know? Um, oh. Yeah. Wow. God bless this movie. I, I'm a huge, I'm, I was just in awe. Like all that stuff, that, that's the other cool thing. Like all that stuff we just talked about, like so much of this movie is done without dialogue. Like there's some dialogue hinting at what their relationship is, but so much is just done. Like you said, the, the, the looks on their faces and you can just tell like how much they care for each other. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Ten bags of popcorn for me. I beautiful it thing. Lot. It was a beautiful. Uh, it was a. It was just a great. It's a great time of year to to watch this movie. It was uh, something different and something beautiful. Yeah. Something to uh, fall in love with, 
honestly. For sure. For sure. La morte vivante. Vivante. <laughs> and you get to listen to people speak French. Incredible. Oh, and I loved, I loved Helene's outfits, too. That's the other thing. There's some oh, yeah, hot, dude. hot early 80s French fashion going on here. Like a, a lot of the girls have great fashion sense and it's, it's a mm-hmm. pleasure to watch. Incredible. Incredible looks. Or Just what do they call the it eyes. now? Uh, fits. That's what the yeah. young people are calling them. Fits. Look at my the, fit today. The young people at the, uh, you know, the haunted attractions in groups, <laughs> in droves. TikToking around the fire the haunted attraction (laughs) oh boy beautiful movie chuck beautiful pick uh do we have listener feedback deal we do have listener feedback chuck and if you want to send your own listener feedback call our official bat and spider hotline at 315-544-0966 or send us an email at bat and spider pod at gmail.com that's bat and spider pod at gmail.com. I don't know if I ever, I probably don't enunciate enough, but nobody's emailing us anyway. <laughs> First up, I quoted this man at the beginning of the episode, but Jim Connick. Oh. Living Dead Girl, the best romance film ever made, question mark. That's not for me to say. Rob Zombie has a song named after this film. What a nerd. <laughs> Happy that B&S have reached Rollin. Franco next question mark cheers folks love Jim Franco what's Franco Chuck what's Franco uh it's I know um uh James Franco you know 127 hours oh that guy yeah uh I always knew that uh, Rob Zombie had a living song called living dead girl I didn't know it was about this movie which is that's a beautiful ode yeah I mean it's gotta be I'll be, I'll be Wikipediaing that later. <laughs> Next up, we have a voicemail. Voicemail by, uh, wow, Jim Lind of the Lost Light podcast. Oh, Jess Franco. That's what he's, uh, sorry. That's what he was referring to. Jess, have you heard of Jess Franco or Jesus Franco? I think I, I think I have. Thank you, Chuck. Yeah. I think I have. It was driving me crazy. Okay, sorry. Jim Lind from Lost Light. Oh, yeah. celebrity in the house. Celeb, celeb podcast host. Local celeb, Jim Lind. Uh, Lost Light. Check out Lost Light if you want to. You want to. Uh, it, it. I mean, it takes some turns. It's a journey. Lost Light. They talk about the Transformers yeah. comics. Uh huh. I talk about the Fast and Furious movies. That's right. Yeah. Now what are they on? Wrestling. Is that what they, they're on? They, now? They, they've never stopped doing wrestling. They've been oh, wrestling. That, that was a constant. Okay. That's a constant. Uh, Jim Lind's. Uh, well, before we get to the voicemail, um, the one bit of text in here. Chuck, it says, you continue to be the best podcast. Uh, <laughs> Chuck, you, you, you believe this? No. Mm-mm. Jim, stop. But we're going to play your voicemail anyway. The, the charts do not uh, bear this yeah, out. I know. <laughs> you checked out goodpods.biz recently? We're not even on those charts. <laughs> Gotta dig deep to find us. Jim Lind. Jim Lind voicemail. Hey, Chuck and Dale. Uh, this is... Um, American Jim in the Discord, <laughs> and uh, I've been going through the archives, uh, listening to every single episode that I haven't listened to, um, forcing my wife uh, to listen to them wow. when she's around. Um, wow! And mostly, her her responses are uh, uh, 
this is gross. Uh, do you know these people? Uh, why would these people say it's cool uh, to see dismembered heads? Or why would they say that, you know, uh, bodily fluids being strewn around the floor uh, was cool or interesting or good? Um, but then... And then we hit uh, the episode about Tilbury, uh, the folk horror mm. episode from way back when. Uh-huh. And Chuck opens it up uh, talking about uh, a little beverage called Olipop, which has stevia in it and how he hates stevia, <laughs> has a blood feud with stevia. Uh-huh. And she was entranced. She also hates stevia. Yes. She's hundred percent in. Uh, she's yes. ready to start we buying merch. Um, and <laughs> yes. just go all in as a, a super fan of bad, wow. false, bad spider uh, because of the stevia hatred. Uh, but then she started to hear the rest of the episode about the, the whole uh, demonic butter thing that happens that in Tilbury. And, uh, and she was out. Uh, but anyway, uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Bye. Tilbury. Wow. Partner, partner torture. That's what we provide. Wow. That's, but I'm glad we could give her a, a respite, a, one, a, a few minutes of respite from that torture. Right. Uh, with some stevia hatred. You got to get uh, some anti stevia merch up there. Yeah, if anything, that's, Christine will be all in on that. Christine, thanks for listening, whether you want to or not. Um, I, you know, God, remember that, that leg nipple in the Tilbury oh my God. episode? My God. You, it you, looked you're like holding on to that, aren't you? That nipple, <laughs> it, was like, it was like Denzel Washington's floppy pinky, that thing. <laughs> I mean, it was... Okay. <sighs> Uh, that's it for us. Uh, that's it for the for this segment. Um, Incredible. Thank you. Thank you, uh, the, you guys, for the feedback. We love it. Keep it coming, folks. We, we love it. Thank you. And uh, um, you want to uh, interact with uh, Jim Lind more, American Jim. He's in our Discord. Yeah, hop in there. You got questions about America stuff? He'll answer. He'll answer. He'll answer. Uh, it's my turn to pick a movie and I tell you, I'm a little bit prepared. This is because I wanted to take a, uh, uh, you know, I want to keep going down this October road here. They call it the October road. Um, this past episode, we watched uh, the living dead girl and it was kind of like, you know, a zombie vampire kind of vibe. So I wanted to keep the, keep the train rolling. Cool. With, uh, uh, something similar. Chuck, you love Frankenstein. Oh my God. Ooh, I'm shaking love Frankenstein. Boots. Yeah, I love um, Frankenstein. So I'm gonna uh, I'm picking a movie from 1973 called uh, "The Spirit of the Beehive." Spirit of the Beehive. In the aftermath of the Spanish Civil War, Anna, a sensitive seven-year-old girl in a rural Spanish hamlet, is traumatized after a traveling projectionist screens a print of James Whale's 1931 Frankenstein for the village. <laughs> uh I, I mean this is a long recap i could stop there this will be this will be an interesting this will be new ter- territory for us yeah so uh next next week frankenstein related uh the spirit of the beehive um it's on the criterion channel etc etc guys check out batandspider.com 
So you can join our Discord. You check out some merch. And uh, you could find us on Letterboxd. Follow Chuck. He's got uh, control of the uh, Bat and Spider watch list. I do have control of the Bat and Spider watch list. Join us back here next week, right? Should we say that? Join us back here next week. Yeah, I mean, we'll be back next week, right? All right, Dale, let's get off this rocket. Let's get off this rocket. Uh, Love you, Chuck. Love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. theme song was created by Toby Forsman of Whipsong Music. Find out more at whipsongmusic.com. This, this, this is a Tape Deck Podcast.